Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about safe withdrawal rates. So I've been actually writing about this a lot in my book. Uh, and the big question is how much can you withdraw uh, when you retire? Not only when you retire, when you retire early. So there's not a whole lot that's written about um, how much money you can take out of your investments to live on for early retirement. A lot of what's written, uh, primarily there's this important study, the Trinity Papers uh, that were written back in 1998 and they've been updated a few times that basically uh, you know, only look out over the next 30 years. So for early retirement, they don't necessarily apply, but the logic behind them is that you, know, you can safely withdraw 4% the first year of retirement and then 4% plus inflation every year after, and you have about a 96% chance as long as you're invested in 80% equities and 20% bonds that your portfolio will last for 30 years. And so the whole idea is like, you know, when a lot of people talk about early retirement, that's where the 25 times uh, your annual expenses comes in because it's basically 100 divided by 25 is 4 uh, or the 4%. Uh, but, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this and wonder, you know, is 4%, you know, a lot of people have been writing more recently that 4% is too much because the idea is that we don't know how much inflation is going to increase and we don't know, uh, you know, given the fact that the markets have been insane the last few years and just super, super super high and stocks have been growing, whether or not 4% is even sustainable. Have you thought anything about this, Matt? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people look at it, especially when they're looking at, you know, what's that big retirement number you're trying to get to? Because, you know, obviously you need to look at, okay, if I'm retired for 30 years, you know, what percent from there and work your way backwards. So it definitely plays a big factor in terms, you know, in terms of all the way back down to that basic decision of how much am I going to invest today to get to where I want to be. But yeah, I would say, you know, I think the, the paradigm shift that I had a while back is just, you know, I would say just make it a little more conservative than average. And I would say looking at it from a safe withdrawal rate, it kind of assumes that you're going to retire and never make another dollar of income. It's a great point. So personally, I say try to find skills or, or some sort of lifestyle or career choice that could be leveraged even if you are, you know, on the beach or, or you know, some, some sort of... Uh, a, you know, some sort of career choice where you might be engaged in a project or two in the year, some, some sort of ability to earn income. I know some people do this with real estate um, or maybe some sort of art. Um, so, you know, some sort of different engagement there. And, and therefore, the safe withdrawal rate, you're, you're, you're a little bit less concerned about the exact numbers because, you know, if it's 3.5%, 4%, 4.5%, you know, this sort of that little gray area in between, you know, you can, you can add in some of that residual income in the future. Yeah, the mad scientist has a great post on this where he's actually quoting uh, a CFP, Michael Kitsis, who uh, you know is involved, I believe, is the founder of the XY Planning Network. And he talks a lot about sort of, he looks at the correlation uh, between withdrawal rates uh, and the amount of time that they ultimately last. Uh, and one of the things is the sweet spot is that, you know, as long as you can make it through your first 10 years, uh, you know, then then you're home free, then you're smooth sailing. So that first 10 years, you know, if the market is complete crap, 
and you're taking out like something happens in your life and you take out like a ton of money from your portfolio, uh, then you're probably going to have to reassess and you might not be on track. But if you can find a way to take out, you know, 4% or maybe a little bit less, he talks about 3.5 as being kind of the target, then, and you get through that first 10 years, then you're home sailing, you know, and you know, you could be home sailing for that next 50 years, you know, if you reach FI at 35. I mean, one question I actually had for you, Matt, is, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about FI, but have you sort of charted when you want to be financially independent? Have you looked at that out uh, into the future? I know we, you know we haven't really actually talked a lot about that. Yeah, I mean, the original plan uh, going back a year ago, I, I have to update the plan. But, you know, when I started blogging, it was the, you know, I, I did chart it out all the way, you know, Excel files and everything, you know, assuming conservative rates of salary increases, bonuses. I did everything, you know, all the way out to, you know, I think 120 years. So, uh yeah, I'm going all the way out there. Um, but yeah, no, I know I charted it to 35. Cool. Um, and I'm 28 now, so that's seven years away. But that was that was a year ago. I know things have changed a little bit. I'd have to probably update the sheets and sort of see where things are at. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of FI, I know I know you know a lot of people go over you know what does FI mean. So you know, for me, it just goes back to this simple idea of being you know independent, being able to choose what you want to do with your time, your pro you know your projects, not having to work for money, but you know. You can if you want to, that whole that whole option there. All right, this is a safe withdrawal rates. Four percent still a good target. Maybe three point five is a little more realistic, but once you get past that first ten years, you will be home free. Hope this was helpful and we will chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.